This is a Torquay United podcast from the Torquay Herald Express. Welcome along to the podcast. The three of us together back in the room, back first again, time for the a while. The A team back again. <laughs> we have to thank uh, thank our editor, Mr. Parker, for very kindly providing cakes today. We yes. do actually have tea and cakes. They, they're called yum yums. Yeah. He went out and bought them. Apparently there was a fiver tucked in behind the Stanley Matthews card in his wallet. Um, and uh, no, thank it you very much. It was white and big. It was, yeah, yeah, they're still legal tender, apparently. But uh, thank you very much for that. This is the podcast which uh, a Talkie United supporter was telling me the other day apparently is banned in, in a certain Middle Eastern country. I'm not quite sure why. I'm not quite sure whether it's us specifically or podcasts in general. Is, but, that, uh, is that why they're holding the world, next World Cup or is that more... Um no, I think it was. I think this is Dubai. Oh one. right, yeah, not Qatar. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was. Um, he's an avid listener to the podcast, and he tells me I'm the one who interrupts. So um, I, I, sure, he wasn't referring to me. I, no, I don't I, know. I do try to interrupt. I don't know. But, but, but hello, anyway. sir. Anyway, yeah. Thank nice you very much you. for listening, and we hope we're coming through loud and clear wherever wherever you are. There's a lot to talk about this week because we've got the FA Cup fever, have we not? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest thing. There was a long, long <laughs> pause um, there. Yes, because there always is. Yeah. And because of what, not so much, you know, about this Saturday, although you've got to get through this, but what it can do for you. Yeah. And what it hasn't done for Torquay United for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, uh, in sharp contrast, of course, to our friendly neighbours up the road. Who have Quite, pulled yeah. Jamie Reid out of Saturday's tie? <laughs> As if they're going to get beyond the first round. Well, no, did I say that? No. Sorry, is that? But um, so it's it's five years since we pretty much since we scored a goal in the FA Cup. Uh, uh, I was at Bramall Lane, Sheffield, the last time we scored last minute goal. United played very well that afternoon. Took the lead through Rene Howe. Martin Ling was in charge. Yeah. Um, uh, and Mr. Ched Evans scored twice that afternoon for Sheffield United. Yes. Um, we got it back to three-two going into stoppage time and couldn't couldn't um, actually win the game. Lost three-two. But of course, United's last win in the FA Cup was the round before that. Yes. Chesterfield away. Uh, United, I think, won three-one that afternoon. They did, and you including, know, including including a Kevin Nicholson yeah. special free kick. Mm. Absolutely roofed it in the 88th minute. That finished them off. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of uh, course, the year before was the year before. this episode of Athletic Old Mints. Oh, don't that that really gets um, that that gets painful, doesn't it? Uh, it was a weird one, wasn't it? Because because we got to the the big round, you know, where the, where the big teams were supposed to come in, ended up with Carlisle, and then ended up with Crawley in the fourth round. Yeah. I mean, disappointing draws and a disappointing but straight. What, but what would have happened after Crawley? I can't remember. Tell me. Yeah, no. Was it Man U or something? It was, was it really? Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can remember but cycling down the Teen Valley on the Sunday afternoon, going into the Teen House pub where the draw, where quite a few football people had been listening into the draw, walking in, and they knew yeah. what United's result had been, and they said, "Do you really want to know, Dave?" And I and I said, "Oh, go on." And they told me <laughs> Manchester United. But so just. Bear with me then, let's yeah. go through the pain. The last four seasons, in 2012, in the first round, Torquay nil, Harrogate won. Yeah, 12-13 that was, yeah. Yeah, in the following year, again in the first round, because that's when we went into it then, Torquay United nil, Rochdale 2. Rochdale 2, including goal by Scott Hogan, who's doing very well for Brentford in the Championship now. The following year, we were uh, in the fourth qualifying round, and it was Aldershot 2, Torquay nil. That was dreadful. That and last great. season is going to be even worse, isn't it? Well, because uh, again, in the fourth qualifying round, Basingstoke three, 
chalky now, and that was even worse. Wasn't that the game where there was that slightly awkward standoff with the fans and the players at the end? Well, and not surprising, really. Yeah, uh, um, uh, it was it was a day to forget that. Uh, um, you know, United. I think there wasn't there wasn't a great gate. Yeah. Uh, um, Basingstoke didn't really get behind it. They hadn't won a game all season, had they, before that match? Uh, certainly not in the league, anyway. No. And United fell behind early, and um, Kevin Nicholson, who'd not long taken over, took himself out of the team and had a watch. Mm. And he would probably be better off actually playing and <laughs> see if he could do something about it then. But no, United were, were awful that afternoon. And, yeah. and um, uh, I think you know, there, there's a, some sort of feeling, isn't there, over the years that you've either got a cup team or you haven't. I think yeah. probably it has to do with a bit of mental and physical toughness, doesn't it? Mm. And hopefully a bit of pace up front to catch out some unwary higher division defender, something like that. But um, funnily enough, you know, if United could get the benefit of one or two home draws, uh, beat Woking on Saturday, obviously. Yeah. But uh, you know, you never quite know because I, they've been reasonably good value at home most of this yes, season. Have. It's just yeah. it's just away from home they've been been. Uh, so disappointing. So yeah, so home to Woking on Saturday, three o'clock kickoff at Playmore. Um, the, the the cup hoodoo is much talked about, but it'll be interesting to um, to see how the fans respond this Absolutely. week. Absolutely, yeah. No the, no price cut. No. Um, now, I, funnily enough, I wasn't really expecting one um, because um, you know, as I think obvious signs have proved in the last couple of weeks. Brackets. Yeah. Driving Nicholson driving the yes. minibus and players driving the cars and blah 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 blah. Um, you know, every penny is desperately needed at the moment. I, I have a funny feeling if United get through this on Saturday, mm. and we'll, uh, uh, I think there will be serious consideration given if they draw a lower division team at home in the next round, or let's get yeah. through this first. But that might well prompt a, a rethink on that. But. Um, Yes, uh, gate on Saturday. I'm I'm always amazed how at times when we all expect, you know, the fans to turn their back, they they very often they go, yeah. come on, let's get up there. Because it, it'll be uh, skewed um, slightly, won't it, because of the number of season ticket holders. Well, exactly. I mean, there are 1,100 season ticket yeah. holders at Playmore, and they all have to pay on Saturday. Yeah, season ticket doesn't get you into a cup. It doesn't. Game, does it? So, um, uh, and normal first team prices. So, yeah, I. I all people are, they're predicting dire figures aren't they and, and I'm not so sure I think there'll be I'll go 1500 1500 mm. okay we go higher or lower Richard uh, I think you've probably got it that spot on yeah but, but, but for the game I shall go 16 16 all right I, th I think people it's the FA Cup as well and I I know that that, that um, season ticket holders don't get this game for free but I think they'll still want to be there if they're proper talking fans See, I was I was going to go lower because somebody's got to, but I don't really want to. I'd like to see a big crowd. Well, I yeah. the, the other worry is, of course, that Woking won't bring many. No. Uh, um, and you might well be right. You might well be right. We could be talking, say, fourteen hundred this time. Yeah. But I'll, I'll um, yeah, I'll, I'll ring round a few mates <laughs> in the next couple of days and make sure they go. <laughs> I just throw three figures into the into the hat. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's interesting. So. The squad mm. that uh, that, talk, that uh, Kevin Nicholson has to pick from, obviously Jamie Reid isn't in it no. this week because Exeter have chosen not to have him cup tied, yeah. which is their prerogative. Absolutely. Um, uh, things are a little bit better than they were at Chester last Saturday, um, but then they couldn't be much worse, could they? Because United had only three subs yeah. at Chester, including 
Mr. Nicholson and two young lads who was just fresh through the door. Yeah. Even Jamie Chamberlain sort of pulled out on the day, didn't he? Well, yes, yeah. the previous day his wife was having a baby, which she duly did. Uh, um, yeah, uh, well, his, his partner, should I say. Uh, well, I, he, she may well be his wife. I beg your pardon if she is. Um, uh, so th- th- they've had a... So that's understandable. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's back. and uh, But, of course, you do have to bear in mind there are seven substitutes in the FA Cup. So for the yeah, second week running... Yeah, it's a big bench, running, isn't it? Uh, I would think United will be struggling to fill the subs bench. Take your boots. Just, I mean, I don't mind sitting on the bench all game. I've seen it's you fine. play. I think I think you'd get a game up Have there. You seen you play? I think I've seen you play. I'm sure okay. I've seen you play. Must be a while ago. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Um, and it's a so big chance for Brett Williams. Well, isn't it, it looks like it, doesn't yeah. it? Yes. Um, you should never assume, uh, and it was mentioned at the press conference uh, today uh, um, by uh, another reporter, I hasten to add, that oh, this was a big chance for Brett Williams. But we, but we have reported similarly in the paper, yeah. in the mm-hmm. paper yesterday. And Kevin looked quizzically up at the reporter who had asked the question as if to say, well, are you picking the team now? Fair Um, enough. I think, think to be fair, he hinted to you in a piece that we had on the website yesterday that it was was time for Brett to Uh, uh, to show uh, up. And I, I, on the phone to him, I sort of joked and I said, well, of course... uh, um, uh, you know, I suppose you could go with one up front, couldn't you? And he said, "I don't think I'd get much credit for that <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a home FA Cup tie." So, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, and con- he's been in. He's, he's not started a game since North Ferriby away. So, um, you know, yeah. But there are still injury problems, aren't there? Still, we're not sure. One main about one. Dan Sparks. Dan Sparks is the main yeah. injury problem. Um, uh, Amon Verma will be will be back, here, and I assume he'll play it right back again. Um, Joe Ward deputised for him up at Chester. Um, so Sparks, I think, and I even had a chat with Dan Sparks, and he thinks there's an outside chance he might be fit. So okay, okay. Mm. we'll be back in the second half. We have much to talk about, and we'll start the second half with Ben Gehring. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to the Talkie United podcast from the Talkie Herald Express. Into the second half then, and we need to talk about Ben Gehring, do we not? Yeah. Um, like a book. Yeah, we need to talk about Ben. <laughs> it, it, it's, this all emanated, didn't it, from his second sending off? Of the, well, it, it, it started on his first sending off of the season at, uh, at Sutton yeah. um, uh, quite a few weeks ago now. Um, that was a two booking sending off Yeah. Uh, the second one after United had been caught out by a through ball if you seem, seem to oh, remember right. and he, he was, his second yeah. booking was, was a, a pull back oh, right. yeah. to stop a Sutton striker going through off he went and then he got sent off for a straight red at Gateshead fortnight ago we looked at um, it, didn't we, in detail on the video to, to, to try and work out whether it was a sending off. Yes, especially I, especially in the light of United's appeal against and it. And I think um, we probably thought it was. Well, on the day, I, I my instinct, and I said it on air on, for, for the BBC Radio Devon, I said, I think that's a booking. Um, yeah. Not because it was a particularly bad tackle, but because it was virtually on the halfway line, just inside United's yeah. half. It was a long way from goal, and he had gone in from the side stroke behind. Mm. Now, I've no, uh, if you look at it very closely, he might well have gone in between the players' legs to win the ball, and he might well have touched the ball first. But he's but, still gone in But in this day and age, yeah. you can't go in there anymore, can you? And Anyway, so off he goes. Uh, Johnson, my initial reaction, Danny Johnson, the Gateshead striker, who immediately jumped up and effectively sort of jumped at... There were some interesting photos actually of Johnson's reaction. Yes. And it's, they're quite ugly. Yes, yeah. exactly. And, and, and I thought that's a red. You mm. know, you can't, you know. And the fact was, he jumped straight to his feet. It wasn't, it wasn't as if he'd mm. been injured. Mm. 
Um, but it's a long walk at Gateshead from the pitch to the, from the other side of the pitch to the changing rooms. It probably takes the best part of half a minute. It's, yeah, it's just um, in the uh, footsteps of Brenda's Foster. Uh, <laughs> on his way off, as he crossed the track, um, uh, Ben Gehring, first of all, who had his um, shin pads in his hands, threw them to the ground angrily. I'm sure I, th I get the impression that's probably sparked a remark or two from the stand as he was walking underneath the stand into the dressing rooms and basically he's flicked a V sign at. Um, uh, at, in the general direction of in the, your general uh, direction of whatever. Yes. Um, now I was a bit sort of you know he, he was done for the for the uh, for the card four game ban uh, United appealed thrown out and it's a bit of a surprise not the timing of it all is that it all of a sudden here we are mm. ten days later and his reaction to that has finally come up. Um, so do, uh, do we I, think I, somebody? Other well, than a match official, well, we are trying to yeah. find that out yeah. as, as as we speak. But the up the top and bottom of it is that they've done him for for two more games uh, and a three hundred pound fine, which now, is significant. For him. Well, it certainly it's is to someone money, like Ben Gehring. Um, if so, uh, uh, if if you or I or anybody in this office was suddenly told three hundred quid, fork out three hundred quid yeah. for a for visa, making a mistake at work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's I think, steep. I think. But anyway, all right. It, it, He's not a Premiership player. That's what we're no, trying to well, say. He, yes, he you might not be able to afford no. right now. He might have a bill to pay. You know. What I mean? Yeah, you, 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 you know, you could, you could find a Premier League player three thousand quid, and yeah. he probably would hardly. It's a lunch bill, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Well, um, anyway, so uh, I, I feel for him a little bit because not, not for the original one. Mm. Um, as far as I know, he didn't direct any foul or abusive language at, at anybody. But in this day and age, the FA are being very, very strict on all of this kind of stuff. I and, think, and and was it a year or two ago they uh, even invited or or said that they would accept complaints from the public for on-field behaviour? As far which, as we know, this wasn't in the match the referees' match report. Again, we're trying to find yeah. this out, but but I I would have thought that if it was in the referees' match report, it would have been dealt with. It would before. have been dealt with yeah. before. Yeah. But, um, so somebody off the pitch may well have done, may, may well, well have, have we're, we're not 100 percent certain about that but uh, just generally speaking um uh, uh, you know we had a chat with Gehring uh, out there this morning at the training ground he, he's finally kind of calmed down a bit and has got his head around it and he was saying all the right things this morning yeah. um i do feel a little bit you know i mean you, you when you think what louis suarez used to get up to oh yeah um i, I think i think it, that's um, harshly dealt with i really do and we should spring to the defense of the v sign as well it's, it's it's fairly innocuous these days isn't it well i have this discussion with yeah. my cousin in the states the v sign it's it's Steve McQueen did it in Le Mans. It's um, it has a, a long and honourable history. <laughs> yes, I, I. It's not really offensive, is no, it? No, I, I think not, not. Not these days. Is it, no. or is it in the eye of the it, offended? It's in the spirit that it's, it was well, done. I think it was in the eye of the, of the I mean, the whole thing was it wasn't as if he had an exchange. No, a, a prolonged exchange with a member of the public. He, he his stride didn't break as he walked off. It was just kind of like. But what, what did what did. Here Theo Walcott get for his V signs to the Tottenham fans that day. I can't remember what he got for that, but no, it happens, doesn't it? And, and you know, two games and three hundred quid for a V sign the, the, is a lot. Those people who are maybe I don't know what happened, but what was shouted at him as he walked off the pitch yeah. was probably a lot worse than a V sign back. Can I just take you back to a famous V sign from Talk United history as well? By the way, Tommy Tynan, remember that? Oh yes, <laughs> Tommy Tynan, the uh, Talkie striker. Okay. 
He scored. You'll remember the details of this better than I will. But he scored after a long goal drought. Yeah. And he made the point by running spiritedly back towards the halfway line, towards the director's box, and waving the time-honoured V sign in the direction of the director's box. At home as well. At it? home. Yeah, There's yeah, a photograph yeah, yeah, of that as yeah, well, isn't yeah, there? We need to yeah. dig that out somewhere. Yeah. I don't think he was banned for the next game. I don't think he was. <laughs> I don't think he was fined 300 um, quid either. No. I remember Steve Phillips uh, k- kissing a referee in front of the pop side one after <laughs> oh, you, on, yeah. on, the, on the forehead. <laughs> you couldn't get away with that now, <laughs> no, either. you couldn't. <laughs> but, uh, no, you I, I, I think that... that well... The, it's I think done it's now. harsh. I'm, uh, I'm with Ben now, and and uh, um, you know, I, I, <laughs> all right. Six games is bad enough. Yeah. But for a national league footballer, to be fine, the three hundred pound. But I, I, I wondered whether they could have suspended the three hundred pound yeah. fine I th- I and think said, that, look, if you go in harsh. again, if you go in, if you go in again, then we're doing you f- f- with a fine as well. Yeah. I just think, but there you go. It's done now, and uh, Ben's got quite a long. A long time to sort of think about it, and hopefully he'll come back Indeed. stronger for it, as Kevin Nicholson was saying. Talking United defenders, David again turning uh, the, the clock back a little bit. You bumped into an old oh, Playmore favourite today. At the risk of um, uh, um, sending uh, some of our older listeners down the uh, the misty-eyed memory lane, I bumped into John Gittins at the training ground uh, this morning. What a, what a pleasure it was. Um, he's now uh, FA regional coach development manager and as mm-hmm. such he's running the rule over Kevin Nicholson and Robbie Herrera's work out at Seal Hain. really good to have a chat with him yeah what a, what a defence what a player he was that, um, that was the you season. wouldn't want to bump into John Giddings on a Monday morning if he'd given something <laughs> away on the Saturday because he, he was uh, yeah my friend Andy is a West Ham fan and he's not Giddings favourite uh, Biggest fan. Um, he was there that day when. Uh, oh, the pre-season yeah, game against yeah. West Ham when Mr. Radichoyu of. Um, oh yes. Of Romania playing That's for right. West Ham. I think they were both playing their their pre-season debut. They were. They? Yeah, uh, Radichoyu was on trial. Harry Redknapp was the manager, wasn't he? And Gittins, John Gittins, right in front of the on the touchline, wasn't yeah, it? Um, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> stop, <laughs> put, yes. put one on him, basically. Yes. <laughs> um, but John was it was a what a. What a defender he was, and that, that was the that, season that, that we defense. went to Leighton Orient in the last game. Absolutely, and had, yeah, we went to Wembley. Kevin Wembley. Hodges and, yeah. and Steve McCall uh, um, running the team, and, and a back five: Gurney, Gittins, Watson, oh. Robinson, and Gibbs. Oh. Dear, oh dear, I'm picking guy up off the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you didn't, you didn't. Uh, I always remember Gurney and Gibbs were the wing backs, weren't they? And they used to end up in front of the strikers. Yeah. Um, before Gittins would summon Mr. Gurney back. <laughs> and they would get back before the wingers had really thought about attacking yeah. them either, hadn't they? Yeah. They were a terrific yeah. pair of wing backs, weren't they, those they two guys? Scored about 22, 23 yeah. goals between them that season. But Gittins was a key member of that team. Alex Watson, who still lives locally. Goodness, what would you yeah. give for defenders good, like that? Good old that. team. Yeah. Well, we're nearly out of time here on uh, this week's podcast. It's FA Cup Day at Playmore on Saturday. It's uh, so important. It is it really is so important, important for the club. Get through, I, this, I, get through the next one. Well, and, and uh, you, you, you know, it just gives the middle of the season a, a, a bit of a lift, doesn't it? I mean, there's you know, money in it as well, isn't and there? Which is money. There's twelve and a half yeah. thousand quid for the prize money. Which Torquay can't turn down. Absolutely, nowadays. twelve and a half thousand. Uh, uh, is a lot and of it money just gives Torquay. everybody a little bit of a lift, doesn't it? And you look forward to the draw on Monday, and let's see who we can get, and 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 you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And although Woking beat United up there, uh, United took the lead in that game. 
um, recently. They're yeah. they're beatable. They do they do concede goals, and I think it, it could be quite a lively old game on Saturday, Brilliant. one way or another. There you go. That set the stage for you. Let's get up there. Let's get behind the goals on Saturday. Three o'clock kickoff at Playmore FA Cup fourth qualifying round. Torquay versus Woking. Come on, you yellows. We'll see you there. Thank you for listening to the Torquay United podcast from the Torquay Herald Express.